Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome to the Tell Wamsley Radio Show. Tell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the, help ends, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm sorry. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today is Tell Del Tuesday, where we bring on uh, individuals to tell their stories about what they've been able to do in their life. Uh, to change the way they've approached retirement and or, if not retirement, just their investment strategies over the years. With us today is uh, Bob Salchek out of Houston, Texas, and uh, he started quite a few years ago, but he has an interesting story as to why he got started. Bob, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dell, for having me on. I appreciate it. Start the show with the saying, see what it means anything to you. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me three times. Or fool me once, shame on you. Fool me three times, shame on me. What does that ring into yeah. your life when I say that? Well, it's, um, you know, th- three times we've been hit over the head with losses over the stock market in our uh, retirement accounts. So back in 2000 and 2008, we lost about 50% in our retirement accounts. But our you know financial planner at the time would always say, don't worry, it's just going to come back. And so we did that. We followed the conventional wisdom like every so many other people do and like a lot of members have done. And then finally, in about 2015, when the oil prices in Houston were going down, um, we had a lot of our, our retirement accounts in oil and energy stocks, and they were going down while the rest of the country was going up. So we just felt like we got hit again. I needed a change. I, I couldn't stand, you know, this roller coaster. So that third time... That's when I finally got off. It just takes me a while, I guess. You know, Bob, we hear that story, and I've heard that since I was a little kid, that, you know, just stay in there. It's going to come back, you know, and you see it go up, you see it go down, then you see record stock market highs. And you have to think to yourself, well, they've got to be right. The market keeps getting larger and larger and larger. But it's, it's all about when it hits, isn't it, that just psychologically kicks you? Yeah, and you know, we just would—it just would feel like we would go down and down and down. And I'm watching our accounts getting lower and lower, and we would. So then you think, okay, it can't go any lower than this, and then it would go lower. 
Well, then at that point, you have to stay in just to let it ride back up. But, you know, like you said, in the two-day, I've heard this multiple times, if I lose 50%, I got to gain 100% just to get back to where I was. And you just, I, we just didn't know of any other way until we, you know, really listened to lifestyle more significantly, and I jumped in. Yeah, it's interesting. So, uh, Bob, you're a optimist. Optometrist, and your an wife's op- a CPA. I'm an optometrist. Yeah, I, I'm an optometrist. Yes, my wife's CPA. Yes, sir. So you guys have good jobs, good income. It's never been that you couldn't provide for yourself. It's just the fact that the savings part of your financial plan just kept getting hit. By- That's right. And you know, my, my wife likes to work. She loves to get the paycheck. I've been an entrepreneur all my life, and I money like everybody else that I hope outlives me, then when I stop working, when I don't go to work as a self-employed person, I'm not making an income. And, you know, finally it kicked in that I needed to have a better plan. And I needed to have some way to make income without me having to be the one working for it all the time. So, you know, being the producer in my business and in my practice, I'm trying to get myself out of that some and, and be able to have income that I don't physically have to go work for. You know, I, re- I relate to that, Bob. It's interesting that um, you put it that way. I'm going to add just a little bit more to that conversation, um, and that is not only do you you realize in the back of your brain if you stop working, you're going to stop making income. When you start building passive streams of income, and then all of a sudden you're making your paycheck plus 25% or your paycheck plus 50%, and then someday you get to your paycheck plus 100% of your paycheck, it's even harder to quit sometimes for people because now you're making so gosh darn much money, you're going, wow, if I just keep this up for a little while, give me a couple years of this, and I'll really have a nest egg. Did you ever feel that? Yeah, it's, and it's tempting now to be there, um, my wife and I are in our late fifties and we've kind of talked about our, you know, our next say three to five year plan and she would like to still work. And, and, and I want to start slowing down a little bit, but I think right now, like for our multifamily investments that we do, we do mostly passive that every cent we make and every extra income that we make in savings right now just goes into those deals and it just multiplies. And I think, okay, a little bit of it, you get that taste that you need more. And, you know, one time I heard this famous quote by Rockefeller, and they asked him, how much money do you really need? And he said, just a little bit more. Regardless of what you have, you always feel like you need a little <laughs> bit extra. And our and our main, you know, our main focus and thought process is that we go work for the money instead of making our assets work for us. And I've changed my whole mindset since joining Lifestyle four years ago. Absolutely. And... I get that. Let's talk um, without just continuing to beat this drum. Let's let's move on a little bit because I think it's something we could talk about for a long time. Because I'm I'm finding myself wanting to talk about it. <laughs> I'm here to interview yeah. you, so I got to stop that. Let's go down and let's talk now about you coming in. You heard us on the radio and discussed it with your wife, and you went to a two day here in Houston, and I'm assuming that was with me. Uh, what was the aha moments that you found when you went to this, the two-day? Yeah, so our, the, the aha, aha moment for me really was that I realized, I think probably into the second day, that 
that we had assets. We were fortunate enough. We've had good jobs. We are good savers. We don't live above our means. And we had we had some resources to deploy, and a lot of it was tied up in assets like my practice and 401ks and IRAs, but we had some tools to work with. And and when it occurred to me that we had another path that those assets could multiply way more than I could previously, I'll use my practice as an example. My business has some value to it. Someday I'm going to sell the practice and I'll take that, and that was going to be part of my retirement. But for me to increase the value of that business, the amount of extra work I have to do to get a little bit more value was was daunting, and I just wasn't – I didn't have the energy anymore to do that. But when it occurred to me that I could take those – the equity in my current assets and I could put into the other deals that may multiply or double within three, four, five years, or sometimes even two years, it – it blew my mind that the opportunity to grow our wealth and do even better than we thought we were doing exponentially, that just really drew me in. And that's when we decided we needed to um, really be active and get in as quickly as we can to get those numbers doubling as fast as we could. Yeah. You know, when you're speaking, it's it's just ringing in my mind just loud and clear. I don't know if I'm on the same wavelength you are today or what, but when you're talking about, okay, it's so much harder to increase your income through work because of the term I'm going to use right now called linear effort. You want more money, you got to go do one more customer, right? And a next customer and the next customer and the next customer. And then eventually you got to do one more employee. And it just, it's all linear. There's nothing exponential about it. Whereas you talk about the deals that you're going to discuss here today, some of this stuff has done 150% returns for you without hardly any effort at all. So you're, you're right. That's, that's really where you have to get the mindset. Now, did your wife go with you on the first one? Yes, she did. So she, um, you know, we first went to a two-hour course in Houston, kind of the intro course, like in maybe right. October of 2016. And then when we went to the two-day, I had already done some research. I already knew that I wanted to join when we came in. But my wife's the CPA. You're an accountant. You know, you guys are the the, the, the B personalities. <laughs> and, and she was the skeptic. And I thought, at best, we're going to be able to join at the challenge level because I just didn't think that she would – uh, allow us to jump up to the next level. And midway through the second day, she elbowed me and she went, I think we just need to join as preferred members. And and I think I got up that minute and paid for our dues. Our <laughs> joining so, so she couldn't change her mind. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, it was just one accountant talking to another accountant, you know. Just, we were on the same wavelength. Yes. We're going to take a short break right now. We'll be right back Bob Salchak and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Here with me today on the Tell Del Show is uh, Bob Salchak out of Houston, Texas. And Bob right now has um, 29 different multifamily deals that he's in. Three single-family properties. He's a KP in a couple deals, and he's actually uh, took over as an interim lead on a 50-unit property uh, where the uh, lead that he got in with was struggling. He needed to really let somebody else take it over, so the passives decided they would take it over. So um, as we go through this, I want to ask you another question here, Bob. You took the, the two-day with me, but you said that your wife allowed you to join, but that wasn't good enough. You went all the way out to Atlanta to take it from David. What's the deal with that? I did. Yeah, so so I had already been listening to your podcast. I was doing some kind of my you know research before we even joined. And on one of the podcasts, they talked. You had JB uh, Durham on, and they were talking about the Atlanta market, and there was a group growing there, and and there was a two day like two weekends after your uh, class that we took. And I thought, why not? I mean, I need to be in the room with the people doing the deals. And I knew there would be some networking and socializing and that that was going to be a driver to my success. And so I flew out to Atlanta and, you know, just didn't know anybody there. But I'm fortunate enough I can walk into a room and meet people that are friends. And and I, I listened to David Fisher and I, it was great. I mean, he's just anybody that, you know, they need to go listen to him. I love the way you do your today. But David gives you a little bit different flavor, and he's, you know, like, wet your pants exciting about everything. And and it was great to be able to listen to his 
take, you know, he gives it a little bit different spin on some of his own stories and, and the people that I met in lifestyles, I'm great friends with a number of them now. And I've been pretty active in the Atlanta market with my investments. So it was a very fruitful trip for me to go just to that one two day. Were you surprised when you first came to Lifestyles how open people were about their financials and their deals? Yeah, very much. Um, I I kind of understood that model because uh, in my practice, I was in some practice management groups that, that do a lot of the same thing. We call them wisdom sharing, but not really dealing with our personal finances as much. And in Lifestyles, very open, everybody tells everybody what's going on. So um, it's a it's a great way for you to build relationships and then help each other because you know where everybody is. And, you know, everybody's in their own uh, their own lane, but they've got, uh, you know, different levels of, of activity and, and resources to use. But we're all trying to move together, and everybody gets invested in everybody else's success. So, you know, when you know more about other people, then there's no hiding and there's transparency. It's just a great environment to grow. Well, you jumped right in after the the two day with David. So, um, tell us how you decided what you were going to do. What? How did you come to the conclusion what your path was going to be? Well, we had been, um, you know, guided by the consultants that we were going to jump right into multifamily, and we thought that's where we want to go. But I, I'm a little bit more of a Type A, and I wanted to do something. So in Houston, we're just fortunate we get to go to a lot of in person events. You know, when it's not COVID. And I think the week after your two-day, there was a, a single-family road trip on a Saturday. So I went to that just to start getting my feet wet and was very excited about buying some single-family homes. And, and I knew it, I'd be in trouble if I came home and said I bought a house today. So I didn't buy a house on that, <laughs> on that Saturday. <laughs> and so I waited till the next month. But um, we, we just wanted to get into deals and start. I just felt like I wanted to get active. And really, the first house that we did in, in February, I wanted to test the lifestyle system. So I, you know, I came in trusting that it was working, but I hadn't really had a chance to meet a lot of people that had had, had the success with it. So I said, well, I'm going to just go along with the program and see what it gets me. And it did everything that it said it would do. And we, we you know, our first single family house, we have over a $600 cash flow per month on that right now. So I'd like to get more of those. It was a better than average deal on our first one. Yeah, didn't you say something like you you like eighty thousand dollars equity in it now or something like that? Yeah, it's a little bit less than that, but um, it's it's about an eighty percent equity gain um, because you know we had some some forced equity or, or appreciation when we bought bought it. You know, we bought it for less. We did a hard money loan. We we have more money into the after repair value, and then it's gone up just appreciated with the natural. You know the Houston market. I think every place is going up right now. So it's been a it's been a good investment for us. But it's but I really enjoy the cash flow that we're getting off of that. Now you've got twenty nine apartment complexes and three single family houses, but you're enjoying that single family house. I want to have you share with people a concept that I talk about in my two day and have for thirty some years now, and that is I guess it's thirty four years I've been doing this, and that is um, the thing called chunking. And I'm going to bring you back to your comment on your uh, resume that you say that you had that single-family house is supporting your mother. 
And that's right. So I like how you have identified that. And why do you, in other words, you've got payroll, you, you know, you, you got your income, you've got your multifamilies, you got three houses, but you flag that house to be moms. What, what is the psychological benefit of flagging that $600 a month to be hers? Well, I'm, I'm very protective of it. So I make sure that that continues to, to bear fruit for us. My mom, great lady. She's the just best mom in the world. She's 91 and she has outlived her savings. And so my parents were, you know, hard workers. There's six kids of us and they put us all through college. My mom was a, a homemaker and my dad was a, a science teacher and there just wasn't a lot of money. So they saved as best they could, but, but there just wasn't enough at the end. So when she ran out of money about a year and a half ago, maybe two years, the whole plan was that me and my siblings would provide the extra that Social Security wasn't covering so that she could maintain her lifestyle. Well, she asked me one day, well, what happens to me if something happens to you? And I kind of blew me away that she was thinking about that. I said, well, don't worry, Mom. I have a house that's covering this. So it's not me. I'm not pulling money out of my pocket. I have an asset that's working for me. And that's when it really kicked in um, that that is you know, kind of a special place in my heart that 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 particular property, that money goes into my mom's allowance account and she gets to use that for her living. And and just being able to be comfortable about that gave her the peace of mind and it gives me the peace of mind. It's almost like it takes it off your plate as a burden, doesn't it? Exactly. Because I don't have to go earn that money. I don't have to work. I don't have to see extra patients. If something happens to me, she's covered. And I, yeah. that's just the best feeling in the world. That is. I remember I named my first one my car payment. <laughs> my second right. house my second house was my mortgage payment. You know, the third one was my gas and electric bill. I just named each of them. I gave them this is your job. Now take care of it, right? All right, moving on. You decided to do multifamily how far down the line from when you started? Oh, just right away. We got into our first multifamily deal maybe three months after we joined. Um, and actually by the end of that first year we were in seven multifamily deals. Because we knew that I wanted to keep working, and I didn't have the time to try to go buy a property. Passive was the best way for us to go. Absolutely. All right, well, we're going to take a break right now, Bob. We'll be right back with Bob Salchek and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show in just a few moments. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Bob Salchek out of Houston, Texas. Bob currently has 29 multifamily deals, a couple of which are uh, set up to sell real soon, which is going to mean some good profits for him there. He's got a couple single-family houses. I think there's three of them listed here. And he's a KP in three deals, and he's also helped turn around a deal that uh, they had a lead investor that just it was, took on too much and wasn't able to handle it, and he jumped in and turned it around. So you've got a great portfolio. Let's talk about when you first started doing multifamily. What were you looking for? Did you have a plan I guess I like to know, do you have a plan up front or do you just start buying the first thing and get your hands on? How did that work? No, and we we really wanted to try to get into more value plays. And for the listeners, it's a maybe less cash flow up front, but it's going to be a bigger capital gain as the property value goes up and versus a yield where there's just more cash coming in but not as much gain. So we knew we didn't need the money to live off of, and we wanted to um, to, to improve our kind of base portfolio value by getting the chunks that the multifamily would, would be able to, to deliver. So, and we had time. So we went into deals that were more value and that's what we were starting to try to look for. But in 2017, it just seems like the market every year, we think it's at a top and it's overheated and then it goes up each year. And, and we thought at that point, those deals were, there weren't as many value plays around because a lot of those properties that, that needed to be fixed up. There just were few of them available. So we still went into what would be kind of a hybrid deal where there's some value add, um, you know, where they can come in and operate better or they can add some value to be able to raise, um, you know, the value of the property with collections. And and it would be a cash flow plus a, a little bit of a capital gain. And that's really what most of our deals were because that's what the market presented to us at the time. But we would jump into value plays when we had the opportunity you know Bob it's interesting because when for yourself to be able to explain that to people it's almost impossible because they have to have a little history to it when um, we came up with the term value play and yield play way 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 back it was a situation where there was just tremendous numbers of rundown torn up apartment complexes that were owned by slumlords then when we invented Lifestyles Unlimited and we started buying all these up from about 2008 to about 2020, um, that we ran out of them. There was no more to fix up. And the values went from, I was buying stuff for $8,000 a door in 2008 during the recession there. They've gone up to stuff's $120,000, 130000 $140,000 a door. So ever since then, even stuff that wouldn't have been a good value play deal had already been sucked up and moved out into the yield play world. 
So that's what's happening out there, guys. And so there's less and less and less of these gigantic super overhaul 200, 300, 400% return deals. However, there are still a bunch of deals out there where you can hit a 40% return or a 50% return type of deal. And that's what Bob's saying he's going into now. And so when when you say 40 or 50%, it doesn't sound as good as when we used to say 200 to 400%, but it's still better than the half of 1% I'm earning on my savings account. Would you say? No, exactly. And (laughs) and when when you add in some distribution, so a lot of these deals I'm finding at, say, three or four years or sometimes two, depending on how well they mature and grow. And COVID kind of cost us a year on that. But but when these deals, then they get to a point where I'm seeing on most of my refinances, we're getting about 60% of our initial investment back. But we've also had some distributions. So in a three or four year period, it's really more like a 75 or 80% return. And I can't get that anyplace else. And they're much safer investments. Um, yeah. they're, they're better run. We have more control over them. And it just it kills anything else we can do. For those of you out there that listen to not uh, do not understand what we're speaking about or have not really understood it, it's something where we can take a property and it's worth a million dollars. And I'm using small numbers. It might be worth $10 million, $20 million, whatever. And we can make it go up in value. And if we can get it to go up in value 50%, which is really not that hard to do, then we can refinance out that 50% increase in value, and we still have the same equity. So when he says, I got back 60% of my money, he still owns 100% of the property he used to own. He didn't lose any percentage of his ownership. And on top of that, he's getting distributions. So that works out fairly well. Now, you've got 29 of these, but you said, I think, was it fill us in four of them that are going to sell or four that have sold? Yeah, so I've actually, um, i got to update the numbers. I'm in 31 deals now. We've had a couple more since I just filled out the the, the, the resume. And okay. um, so we've, we've had four deals that have sold, and there's two other properties that are in a portfolio, kind of a group that are going to sell, and they're in the process of doing that right now. So, um, And then I think another one that's just getting ready to go to market. So that's probably going to take us three to six months to sell that property. But but I love getting the, the chunks of money back that I can go redeploy. And what was one deal becomes two deals. And that's the growth. You know, when you talk about aha moments, the other thing about that is is that these things will just, with time, and if someone's out there listening is young, they have time on their hands. And, and they can just let this stuff multiply. And it it just does more than you ever think is, is is achievable by just working. And it's just, you know, great doing those extra deals. So as you moved into buying large number of these things, let's take a look at the maturation of your plan. Did you start out putting more value on the lead or on the deal? Yeah, for us, it's always on the lead. Because a, a good lead can make a bad deal do well. A bad lead can screw up a good deal. But it still also has to fit our model to some degree. And and I know all of my leads personally. I've met all of them. I've vet them out. And it's they've got to be people that I'm comfortable with and that I believe they have the skills to run a property and operate it well. And that they're trustable. And so far we've found all of them to, to be that. But But... But within that, sometimes a lead will bring a, a deal that makes sense for them or some of their other passives, but doesn't really make sense for our strategy. And so we, we pass on some deals because they don't match the model that we're trying to, to work with. 
Gotcha. So let's talk about location diversification. Uh, for some reason, you seem to have a tie out there to Georgia and Houston. Obviously, you live in Houston. What's your tie to Georgia that you, you do so much out there? Well, you know, when, when I went to Georgia early on, um, some of the early investors in that area that have been just very successful, as they've grown, I've grown with them. Um, and there's a, a, a property in that state that you've mentioned that, um, that was struggling. A few of the passive partners had to jump in and help get it turned around. And so I've been active in, in as the asset manager with that property in Georgia. So I just feel like Atlanta is my second home. And now that you've got an office opening up there, I'm just so excited about having uh, a, you know, a more of a physical presence that Lifestyles will have there. But when you talk about diversification, I'm in five different states right now. And it occurred to me a couple of years ago when we were having floods and hurricanes in Houston that I don't want all my deals in Houston. And I've tried to diversify across states and markets. And if one area is down a little bit, another area is probably up. You know, I've got some properties now in Phoenix. Phoenix is a really growing market. A lot of people are going in to, to live there. The businesses are going there. Big businesses are building huge plants there. And that's great for the demand that we have for our for our properties. You know, I agree with that 100%. I've done the same thing, Bob. I've gone to diversifying throughout the country. I thought that was one of the better things we came up with about five years ago. Uh, the concept of uh, live where you want, invest where you should type of thing. So um, as, we, as you go into that, you, you diversify, you're diversified by asset class, you're diversified by location, you, you pick the best leads you can possibly have, um, you're putting back all the money you're getting out back into the business and growing your investment portfolio. That's pretty much your plan then, huh? Yeah, and, and as I'm starting to uh, to see that some of the leads are going into newer, you know, I think Lifestyles was primarily a lot of Class C, maybe into Class B, and now they're jumping into some newer uh, properties that are don't have as much of the maintenance that's necessary, so there may be a little bit more, less risk. And I'm starting to want to turn some of our portfolio, at least a portion of it, in the properties that we know are are not going to have as much maintenance and will have a more steady stream of, of income that we can count on down the road. So it starts to diversify even within the classes within our portfolio. And it even, you know, breaks us up into more groups. Excellent. Excellent move. So uh, other than COVID, you know, which held back a bunch. I had a bunch of leads. I told them not to give out all the cash. Don't pay out all the cash right now. Save some cash for a rainy day in case it becomes a COVID problem. We came through that pretty well. So that money's coming back out to us and we're starting to see it all work. I'm going to take a short break, come back with Bob and uh, finish off talking about his future and uh, his payback. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Del Tuesday is Bob Salchek out of the uh, Houston area. And Bob currently has 31 apartment complexes, three single-family properties, uh, has helped manage a 50-unit along with uh, some other people, and was KP in three deals. So he's been out there, got a lot done since 2017. He's been going really fast. 
Uh, what I want to get to right now, Bob, is what's the plan? What's the future look like for the Salchek family? Well, when I joined Lifestyles, I was burned out in my career and my job, and I thought I would probably be out of my practice within three or four years, and we're here now. And I realized when we were closed for COVID for a while that I missed my business and I missed my patients and my staff and that interaction. So where I want to go forward is that I'm going to cut back on my current hours of patient care so that I can work part-time there and still enjoy that but not be burned out continue on passive investing. I had considered at one point, should I be a lead? And I, I just know I, if I hesitate, I shouldn't do it. I don't, cause it's a job and, and I don't want to do that with other people's money at risk unless I'm all in. And I'm just at a place where, you know, I've run my own business and I'm happy with letting somebody else do it and, and collecting the mailbox money. I'm happy to get those checks. So we want to, I want to do best of both worlds. I want to work a little bit because I can enjoy it and I can still make that income. I can still continue to passively invest and let that grow and grow with time and have time to go travel. I love going to the lifestyle events in, in different markets and, and that's kind of a social uh, benefit for me. And so I, I, you know, it's fun going to those events, and I love taking those weekends and going to Phoenix or Atlanta again and, and doing more things in Houston. But I just want to have time to do that along with just leisure travel that I want to do. Well, those hiking pictures you sent me were beautiful. I mean, <laughs> my wife wanted to know where they are at. That's why I asked you, because uh, that's well, some real territory, beautiful territory there. Yeah, it's in the, it was in the Canadian Rockies, but I was going to tell you a little story about that week is that we put all of our distributions and everything we make from lifestyles goes back into deals. We don't, we don't take a penny out of that. But for that trip, we spent two nights where we actually had to hike in to a lodge that was in the middle of Banff National Park. And it was, we actually had to hike in. It took us four hours to get to the lodge. And um, it was about an eight or nine mile hike that we had to take. And it was more cost per night than we normally spend on vacations. And I told my wife, we're going to use the lifestyle money because this is the lifestyle we're supposed to be enjoying. And we use that money to pay for those couple hotel nights, uh, really lodge nights that we, that we really enjoyed. And that's the only money that we've ever spent on, on the distributions. Everything else goes right <laughs> back into more deals. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, there is a level of fanaticism. At some point you do have to realize it's not the money, right? But I guess uh, some people also hung up on this concept of leaving money behind. I know you're taking care of your mother. You you want to make sure that the, she's taken care of. But you're also starting to develop in your children uh, self-sufficiency. Tell us about that. Yeah, so my I've got two boys. They're both adults, um, one mid-20s and lives in Houston. He owns a couple single-family properties himself now. He's a preferred member. And, and we're grooming him. We hope that at some point either he can be a lead or that as a family we may just be IROs or independent rental owners and buy our own property that we can manage and that I can get the help of my family to do that. So they see, and my younger son is in, is still in college right now, So, but they see the value. Um, when you talk about fanatic fanaticism, my family would probably describe that about me with lifestyles. And, and, but developing that legacy you know, Lifestyles has been a blessing to us. I've been able to go up and help my mom, and I've been able to create 
in my kids the understanding that they just shouldn't be aiming to work the rest of their lives, that they need to start to develop assets that will grow for them and give them choices. You know, I've heard a lot of people talk about retirement age, but retirement really is just about having choices. You can retire if you want, or you can keep working a little bit like I'm going to do, or you can go out and do whatever you want to, but you got to have the income coming in from somewhere. And so I've instilled that in my kids to, um, to be able to move in that direction. Cause sometimes it takes a while for that to really happen. Um, you know, but, but that's what they have as their, as their core belief. Yeah. And you know, You've been a Pied Piper out there. You, according to your resume, you've referred quite a few people into the group so far. Um, I'm going to ask you a negative question on that, just out of curiosity, because obviously if you've got a couple of people to join, you've got some good responses. But have you ever got a weird response from somebody like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, and I, I learned early on, I was so excited about lifestyles that I would tell almost anybody about what was going on, and I would see the glazed look in their eyes or I get their negative feedback. Like, you know, my Uncle Joe did that, and he lost his shirt, so you better be careful. And and I didn't want to hear that anymore. So I kind of quickly learned that if I say something and someone is receptive back to me and they have some interest, then I'll go with it. But if, if they don't, then I don't spend my time trying to convince other people that, you know, they need to be in their time and their place to eventually hear the message. And if they don't, then it's not my responsibility. But, but I can present it to them. And if they don't want to listen to it, I don't go into some long discussion. Um, I learned that, you know, early on. Absolutely. Absolutely true. So it looks like um, you're well on your way. Looks like you've got a plan for the future there. Is there anything you'd like to say to people before we uh, finish up here today? If someone's sitting out there thinking about this, what would you tell them? Well, I would tell them to, to at least come into a two-hour course, the local ones, or go online. Now you can. There's no excuse for them to not be able to get the exposure. Go to a two-day and, and just understand that this has been the best investment and almost like a social lifestyle for us now because of the friends I've made. It's such a wonderful group. I would tell them to come in and at least check it out. We're honest. We're transparent. Um, we're, you know, there's integrity in this group, and it's a bunch of really nice people. So you really got nothing to lose, but to come in and just check it out, um, it, it could be the best move of your life. Well, we appreciate that, and uh, with that, I think we need to go back to and remind everybody one more time, sounds like 31 apartment complexes, sounds like an impossibility. It sounds like maybe not for you. Hey, if it's starting with one house, you just keep in mind, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Bob, thanks a lot. The rest of you have a great day. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. 
why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.